Welcome back to my podcast. Today we have Jonzu. What's going on? Follow Jonzu on Jonzu Jonzu on Instagram. Follow Gay in the City on Instagram. Um, donate to the girls. Um, Cash App us. Qu- Queen Peso. Queen Peso. Dollar sign Jonzu Jones. Cash out to the girls. Support yes. the girls. Your sis gives you content. She gives you OnlyFans. She gives you looks. She gives the girls everything they need and yep. more. Precisely. Miss Huddy. No shade. <laughs> um, with that being said, Miss Yours. So, today, tell us what had happened. I don't even know where to begin, bitch. So... I'm recording a beautiful episode, and this one goes downstairs to go get food, his sweet green. You know, he's trying to stay healthy and snatched. Sponsor us, sweet green. We love you. <laughs> um, you know, he goes downstairs, Uber Eats is downstairs, he goes downstairs, he comes back up, I know, I'm still doing the podcast with Sean. And then, all of a sudden, she gives rage. After I get off the phone, after I get off the conference and finish doing the podcast with Sean, it becomes, what was that giving? Wait, first and foremost, where did that boy, you know, I'm, I'm on doing the podcast, girl. I'm on the phone, girl. But I saw your look when I when I told you I was on the phone. <laughs> I wasn't even trying to do a look. I feel like that's also partially my face. Like no, girl, I know your regular face. You was upset about something. I mm-hmm. thought you was upset because I was waving you down. <laughs> nah. Cause I was just like, but I'm just telling you I'm on the phone, girl. Even though I know you, you know I'm on the phone, but I'm letting you know I'm on the phone. It's for my sanity. <laughs> you know what I mean, Gray? Mm-hmm. So where did he hit you were you downstairs or you were already upstairs before i was up here i was back up here when it happened oh what you mean was eating yeah like mm-hmm, while i was eating okay so you know i'm enjoying my my food my hot honey chicken yeah she smelled cute bitch i wanted to come on she and be like girl cute. save me a piece and i saw that you know that interaction and it was like you know arrangement almost wanted to barf so tell, to, you know, tell a lady what had happened I mean, it's not that serious, but it just got me mad. Like, all right, so let's go into the receipts. <laughs> Read the messages. So, Exposed I didn't tap tea. him. On, it was on Grinder. I didn't tap him. I didn't even look at him. I think I so, might have saw his profile while scrolling through all the torsos, but I didn't tap him or nothing. <laughs> but I didn't tap him. I didn't click the profile so that you could see that it was in the viewed me section. None yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he, no shade is not type no not coming for the twinks of the world i just live for a twink now and again but he's just not really my type anyway he hit me up he said hey i think i almost cast you for a shoot not long ago and i was like omg really you know i'm trying to be all innocent and cute and he was like yes it was an editorial i was casting it for swipe cast for l on black jewelry designers they decided no tattoos but small world i was like oh wow small world and in my mind now i'm mad (laughs) i'm fucking pissed and why are you pissed I'm pissed because, all right, why did you take the time to hit me up and tell me that you didn't cast me for something? Take the time to tell me I didn't make some coin, that I didn't get some exposure, that I didn't fucking blow the fuck up. Not to say that, oh, I'm going to be a millionaire or anything really, but, you know, off an editorial, but 
That was a big deal. Out fucking America, and it was probably paid. It's a big deal. Of so course. as a model, it's like, all right, when I apply for gigs or I'm casted, you know, go to a casting or audition or whatever, whether I do it myself or my agency or whatever, if I don't get it and that happens often, I don't fucking want to know. You know, you can send me a note saying, oh, I'm sorry, you know, we got many applications, but you're not getting this, whatever. But don't tell me, like, you, like as a person that's casting the models, out, go out of your way to tell me on fucking Grindr at that, that you didn't cast me. Like, get the fuck out of here. And so I'm still trying to be innocent QT because, you know, most models try to play, like, pretty much play that kind of role in game, like, ditzy, stupid, so, you know, like, unassuming. So, right. yeah, so, you know, I'm just trying to change the subject. I was like, you know, how are you doing? You know, otherwise. And he was like, oh, yeah, I'm good. I'm just so busy. Okay, again, why did you hit me up? You're so busy. You didn't book me. So why are you talking to me? <laughs> I'm, my day was so fine without you. I didn't hit you up. I didn't look at you. I didn't think about you. I didn't even re- remember that gig until you mentioned it. Because I applied to so many fucking gigs. Right. So, <laughs> That's shady within itself. That bitch sound like a miserable bitch. Right. And she needs to go to hell. First of all, her whole look and aesthetic, it gives you, like, prissy, I want to be an Upper East Side type bitch, but I live in fucking Harlem type bitch. But she's in Bushwick. Wherever she is. It gives me, I'm trying to be bougie, but I don't got the coin for it. Daddy cut me off. Yup. <laughs> it's also because you because it's just like, all right, you really think that you have all the power... You know, you get to decide who's the upper echelon of the industry and community. Like, get the fuck out of here. So, anyway, um, you know, I'm out of desperation and being a dumbass. I was like, oh, like, maybe we could possibly shoot in the future. So, you know, he was like, oh, well, I'm booked until October. I'm just so busy these days. But, you know, and I have so many commercial projects. But maybe if an editorial comes along, I'll hit you up or if I think of something. You know, st- I'll totally stay in touch. One, I'm not an idiot. No, you're not. I hear that line many times. Also, don't fuck it. Like, I love editorials. Don't get me wrong. Like, I like to be edgy and weird and shit. Cool. But they don't fucking pay. So don't hit me up about yet another free gig. Get the fuck out of here. I'm I'm not on that wavelength right now. I'm not... Like, I always... I'm down for the antics. Pay artists for their time. Right. I'm down for the antics. I'm down for creating art. Sure, but I'm also trying to make money right now. So right. Get the you fuck know, out of it's here. really about if it, the artist is not within your budget, don't waste their time. Right, and my thing is too. I get like from that message alone, like I feel like you only see me as one kind of thing, and you only see me put me in one kind of box. Like, oh, he's only good for editorial. He's only good for doing artsy shit. Like, I can't really hire him for a commercial job. But why not? If you're the one just doing the casting, it's kind of also in your hands. And that's what pissed me off about him saying that, oh, the jewelry, the L or whoever was in, else was in charge was like, oh, the tattoos are a problem. You could have pushed it. You're the one casting the models. I'm, I, as a stylist, I've seen it many a time. Maybe the client doesn't really particularly like the model or there's, they're like, oh, I don't really like their hair or I don't really like that feature on them. But if you're casting the models, you can fucking sell the client at the end of the day. You could be like, I really like this, or I really like that personality. Even if the model is butt ugly, you can fucking sell them if you wanted to. But you didn't. And God knows who you fucking chose. I'm going to hope that you chose somebody awesome and melanated, but I, I'm i not banking on it. Probably a light-skinned bitch or probably a white bitch. Girl. Girl. You're vicious today. 
<laughs> Girl, Wait. I'm telling it how the fuck it is because it's mad problematic. I'm so tired of the shenanigans. Like, not even just in fashion, but just in fucking general with everything. Like, not gonna relate to that. Girl, it's annoying and it's not fair. And it's not fair to feel like, all right, the fate of my life is in the hands of these white bitches. That's the tea. Like, if I got that gig, like, I could possibly, like, that's L. So, like, as a model, if you have that type of thing under your belt, you have options of doing more things. You can get more commercial work. You can possibly get with an even bigger agency or sign with a, another agency international. There's so many more things that you can do. Editorial, even though they're usually not paid, the main thing for them is exposure. And as a model, I'm still building my book and building shit because I've only really been doing this seriously for like a year. So my fate was in this white man's hands and he fucked with it. And it really, really is disheartening and fucking saddening. I do feel like it's just one of those things that I feel like with a lot of the um, a lot of the gay men in the industry and in fashion and in, in the in, in entertainment world in general, mm-hmm. you know, they do that a lot. Yeah, they overlook other people. They kind of they know that they have the power to make change and make difference. But a lot of the time, they're not really looking for that. Right. I feel like they they publicly say they are, but behind the scenes, they're really not sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it's just like... I can, I can understand sometimes, too, like, sometimes you just don't have any control over shit. Right. And that's just really what it is. And that's what bothers me about this, because it's like, I really don't have control over this. Like, there's, yeah. there's not really much I can do in situations like this. It's like, I can you know, try harder, work harder, and I feel like I do, like, yeah, but granted, there's still more things I can do, but I do, for the most part, work my ass off, you know, whether it's, you know, as a stylist or even model or whatever, like, emails and can, you networking and messaging people and talking to people, putting my work out there, and then everything else, like, making sure my body's fucking snatched at all times, like, I'm in, I'm, you know, I'm working out two hours a day now eating as healthy as I can, like, yeah, I get drunk all the time, but I'm fucking working my ass off to look good, be good, be smarter, have more connections, all that shit, and at the end of the day, it's like, none of the shit matters because of the color of my skin, or because of my aesthetic, or because I have fucking tattoos, like, it's some bullshit, but give me a white dude with the same kind of body, when even more tattoos, they're gonna get booked just as much as I would, if not more. Probably more, to be honest. (laughs) Like, if we're going to be very realistic about the situation. And it just feels like there's, like, it's 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 horrible. And I think we need to switch out some people that are in power. Mm-hmm. And really place people that are different. You know? Yeah. And it's just, like, people are like, oh, we need to educate them. And I'm starting to feel like I was saying that, so people need to be educated. But there comes a time where the educational portion of it needs to be applied in real life. And I think a lot of the time, a lot of gay white men don't really apply what they have been taught to their real life, or at least in the workspace, especially in the realm of fashion. You know, fashion's supposed to be ever-growing, evolutionary, you know, moving on and moving forward, you know, thinking ahead of the, the pack. But and 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 thinking ahead of the pack and in a way of being expressive, mm-hmm. you know, expressing yourself, being beyond certain things. But I feel I feel like a lot of the time with fashion, 
it's just um it's the same shit just regurgitated oh yeah like every five nothing years is really, they, nothing is truly original like after five years the same shit that you saw on a runway five years ago is back on the runway now and it's just like oh you just tailored it a little differently or moved it around a little bit to give the illusion that it's something new but it's really not you know I do feel like fashion needs to be shaken up a little bit. You know, there's not... And I feel like it also goes down to Anna Wintour coming down from the seat or whatever, as she allegedly said. I don't know how true that is. But um, it also comes down to, like, the you know, not the, so much the older generation, but it just comes down to a lot of people that are in power need to, you know, switch shit around. You want shit to be cool shit to be different do that you know mm-hmm. but i feel like also it's just like for me i don't want to be ageist but i do feel like the certain generation that's in power right now you know they like anna Wintour's like she was they're inclusive ish but it's very they're not it, they say that they're inclusive but they're tokenish right it's not about the inclusivity. It's about being the token. You know, they, they accept tokens. They don't accept all around right. inclusivity. It's, it's pretty much what is super popular at the moment. Yeah, like Naomi Campbell is the token. Right. She, all, all those white girls, Cindy, Linda, you know, Christy, you know, all of them. And they were all beautiful women. No, I never would say they're not. They're ugly women. They're beautiful white women. But Naomi Campbell was the only one black girl. Mm-hmm. Why couldn't they put a Latina girl in the mix of that? Or an Asian woman? Right. Or, you know, a trans woman? Or another black woman that looked different from Naomi? Mm-hmm. They got Tyra, but that kind of ended quickly <laughs> for her. Couldn't have them both at the same time. No, but you know, at the end of the day, it's just like there was not much diversity. Right. You know? And it just feels like the industry as a whole is really about tokenism, not inclusivity. It's not inclusive. But with that being said, Elaine, do you have anything? So what else this guy said I mean, to that, you? No, that was pretty much it. Like, you know, that, and it was what it was. And it's like, I know you're, I'm probably never going to hear from you again. And that's fine because i wasn't thinking about you i didn't I wasn't thinking about you yeah but you came to kind of shit on your day right and it's like thank thanks thanks for telling me that missed thanks. out on a gig missed out on money and scriptures. Right. great while you allegedly are so busy do your thing please do your thing live your life continue to cast anybody else but me and that's so fine but don't hit me up on grinder about it <laughs> Right. No. I do feel like it, a lot of the time when it comes down to a lot of people, I was just talking about this literally. Um, people just, people feel the need to project onto their, their little bullshit. And also, people need therapy. <laughs> people need their. I feel like I just finished saying this in my last episode. Um, Gay men, I feel, need a lot of therapy because there's layers to gay men that need to be unfolded and unraveled and need to be kind of fixed and mended. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And I think that's just really what it is with the gay community. Amongst gay men, it needs to be 
fixed. And the thing is also, we need to stop having conversations as gay men, including myself, you know, with having conversations about people who are not in the room. Right. If you're a white gay man and you're having conversations about black people, depending on what you're talking about, a black person needs to be present. Right. And not the light-skinned one, the darker complexion one, because those are the people that are more ostracized in society than anyone else. So let's be real. When it comes down to Latinos, if you're talking about black people, a black person needs to be involved again. You know, and so on and so forth. You know, if we're talking about a white person, they need to kind of be involved in the conversation too. So that way we can get a a perspective of what it is, you know, even though they're always part of the conversation. Mm -hmm. But, you know, if it's like, you know, it's kind of like we need to be more inclusive when it comes down to the conversation of things. And it's just like, I'm ranting, so therefore, (laughs) I lost my train of thought. I'm dead. I'm fucking dead. But with that being said, what else do you have to say? I mean, I feel like that's pretty much the whole story in a nutshell. Just, men, you know, people are trash, pretty much. And, oh, I also want to talk about people being, um, what is the word that they use? Because they use for Jeffree Star. Um, he is, um, publicly, what? Basically, oh, performative, um performative um allegiances or something like that i think it's performative action or something like there he's like being very performative like Mm. him not being racist is very performative but it's not really what it is in real life i don't know personally they saw him with a black man that whole situation to me screams chloe kardashian vibes with tristan in the beginning Mm. when she got with Tristan and he left his baby mother during the time period that she was giving birth or something and got with Chloe. You know, it's it's a kiki, you know? And I feel like people blame the women so much in that kind of situation, but it's really the men. Right. Like, he could have said no. There's plenty of girls in the scene. Right. He, and plus, he was... But then again, he was... Khloe Kardashian probably wasn't even the only girl he was fucking with at the time, so... <laughs> It's not even that. She was the it's one of many. It's not even that. She was popular, you know, and she has money. She was one of the many, though. She was, It was just her turn, in a <laughs> sense. And she used her turn well. She got a child. God bless her. And that's just that. Because I've seen that, even with regular people. You know, you think you're dating a guy, and it's just like... It's really just your turn, bitch, to sit on a dick. Or fuck the hole. There's another bitch right behind you. <laughs> or underneath you. Just waiting for you to fucking move. With that being said, you know, it's a key cackle, girl. It's a fucking kiki. The girls be carrying, bitch. Mm-hmm. Oh, also. Nah, we, we, we don't have to talk about that. We could talk what? about Oh, we could say that for the other podcast, bitch. What? So I wanna say something to you bitches. Those of you who are listening to me, um, I appreciate you all, and I love you all, but soon, I'm coming out with another podcast called Night- The Night Maidens Podcast, and that's going to be with my friend Anissa, which you guys have heard her. She was on, you know, the whole Paris trip, and 
the ghost of our virginities. Um, also with John Zhu and her cousin. And also we're going to be with um, Naja. She's going to be on there as well. It's going to be a really fun time. The four of us doing it together. It'll be a lot more professional than mine. Way more. And it's just going to be fun. I mean, it'll be available. I don't know where, what platforms it'll be available to as of yet. But I know it'll be available soon. Because the goal is to do the same thing for like this podcast onto another. Which is, you know, put it on Apple Music. Put it, put it on Apple Podcasts. Spotify. Google Podcasts. And things of that nature. That way everybody can be available to it. And that is just that. With that being said, Miss Thing. <laughs> Until the next time, girl. And I'll talk to y'all later. Later.